Finally, one of my most favorite weeks of the entire year is here. The week between Christmas and New Year's. The perfect time to slow things down, get lost in the concept of time, relax, stay cozy and comfortable, and look ahead at all that is to come. This time of the year is so great for reflection on the things of the past, as well as looking ahead for what is coming in the future. In order to help you make the most of these next few days, before we head into 2023, I'm going to share with you the five things you need to be doing right now before we end 2022 and head into 2023. And trust me, this is not one of those lists that is going to completely freak you out and overwhelm you. No, this list is meant to empower you and encourage you and help you move forward in the steps to becoming the person you dream of and desire to be in the new year. So are you ready to feel encouraged? Well, let's dive on in to today's episode. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king of long-winded to-do lists and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends. Not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 52 of the Best Day Podcast. Hello, hello, hi, friends. Oh my goodness, here we are. We are so close to... The new year. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful holiday. I hope you are still soaking up and enjoying the holiday vibe and the holiday spirit. I hope you do not feel any pressure or any rush to take down Christmas decorations. And I just truly hope that right now your heart can find a sense of peace and purpose and just find a rest and focus on really trying to embrace this intentional mindset of intentionally living your life. I am so pumped up and excited for another year. For me, maybe it's just my personality and who I am, but I'm always looking forward to the start of a new season, a new month, a new week, a new school year, a new calendar year. Whatever the season, whatever the official start date, I always feel encouraged and just refreshed with the opportunity to start new. And when I was growing up, I struggled with that because as a perfectionist or a recovering perfectionist, I would embrace a new year with this thought of, okay, this is the year where I'm going to get everything right. This is the year where I'm not going to mess up. This is the year where everything is going to be perfect. And maybe you can understand that because you felt similar things, or maybe you're like, girl, you're crazy. Either way, a lot of my life has spent feeling those things. And those thoughts are pretty binding. Those thoughts are pretty consuming. And I think it's important as we head into a new year 
that we really give ourselves permission to accept who we are in every single way, shape, and form. That we unapologetically love all of us individually, no matter what kind of day we're having, right? And so I'm really excited about what I'm going to share with you today because I really want to give you just five little things that you can be doing in this next week to help you get your mindset right and fully get your heart ready for a brand new year. And as I share these five things, what I really want to make sure you do is I want to make sure you don't create the expectation of perfection for any of them. So with every single thing on this to-do list, I want you guys to understand it and accept it with grace and unconditional grace to be understanding and accepting of all you are and who you are in any and every given moment. All right, so I'm pumped. These are my favorite types of episodes, strategies, and tactical tips to help you plan out your next year and to help you really set the right intention for how things are going to be. Now, I am going to be releasing the final episode of 2022 later this week. So that is going to be all about goal setting and vision setting and a vision board and all that great thing. So that will come soon. So if you're wanting more specific of that, keep listening to this and then be sure to check the podcast later on this week because I will release that on Thursday. Okay, so actionable steps to take in order to help prepare yourself for the brand new year. Five things to do to help you get in the right mindset. Okay, the very, very first one is to reflect and self-assess. And what this means is it simply means for you to take a look at where you have been, what has been going on, and really truly think about how you are doing. How was this past year for you? How was this past season of life for you? Really reflect on your journey of where 2022 took you and and come to some conclusions about where you hope to go for the next year. And when you do this, give yourself grace. When you do this, don't put pressure on yourself. Find a freedom and pressure through all of this, right? Get rid of that expectation. Give yourself your own personal self-assessment on how you've been doing and what areas of your life things are going really well in as well as what areas in your life things might be hard and uncomfortable. Again, this doesn't have to look in a particular way. It just is simply having this conversation and being super open and honest with yourself. What is going well? What is working for you? What are things that you need to let go of and move on from? Are there any areas in your life that you can improve? What are these specific regions in your life that you know, okay, I'm slacking in this and I can give more of myself to reach a better outcome. Take time to reflect and self-assess before moving into the new year. And when you do this, make sure this is a time where you can truly be with yourself and you don't have other responsibilities or other distractions. Maybe play your favorite music, use your favorite pen, pencil, journal, work through this. And really kind of take the different areas of your life. Think about how you feel physically, how you feel emotionally, how you feel spiritually, how you feel mentally. Think about, you know, how you feel in terms of 
you know, what are your thoughts? What are the thoughts you're consuming? What kind of content are you consuming? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you eating the way you want to eat? Are you moving your body the way that you want to move? Are you able to pour into relationships the way that you're wanting to pour into? And really just take each area of your life and do a little self-assessment. And then once you do that self-assessment, you can see pretty clearly what's going well and what are areas that you would like to do better. And from that, that allows you to move into the new year feeling like you have an action plan for the person you want to become. Which brings me to number two. Number two is to set an intention for the first quarter of the year, right? I know I always love creating a word of the year and I'll still do that where you think, truly think and reflect. And I oftentimes will pray about what is this word of the next year going to be for me? And that's great and all. Goals are great and all. But I think we have to be a little bit more specific and we have to give ourselves a little bit more of a grace and a freedom when we think about our year as a whole. And instead, let's break it down into little sections. And instead, let's focus on the first quarter. Let's just focus on the first three months of the year from January through March. What is an intention that we are hoping to focus on? So based on your reflection and based on your self-assessment, what is an area, one, one specific area that you hope to improve upon? Or Maybe it's an intention that can impact multiple areas. So for example, something that my husband and I have talked a good bit about is really wanting to focus on a more minimalist lifestyle moving into the new year. And when we say minimalist, we're really truly thinking minimal in terms of making sure that we are doing what we need to do without anything in excess. So making sure we are eating the right nutrition and not adding anything extra that our bodies don't need, making sure we are putting in check how much coffee we consume, how many times we go to Starbucks, the things that we're buying, just being more mindful of what we're buying and keeping that in the forefront of our mind, right? So for us, our intention is to focus more on a minimalist approach And that intention has a lot of different categories underneath it, right? Because it's trying to eat a little healthier, trying to declutter a little more, trying to consume less. And so with that, for us, that is our intention for the first quarter of the year. And I'll go into more specifics personally, individually with my own self and my own self-talk, right? As to what are more specific intentions that I have. But I think it's really important to think through your own heart and figure out what is an intention that you want to focus on. And when you create an intention, it's simply a shift in your mindset, right? It's telling your mind, I'm going to think about this. There's no hard feelings. There's no failure. There's no lack of concern or judgment when things don't happen according to plan. Instead, it is an intention and there's room for error and there's room for days where it's just not happening. So definitely set an intention for that very first quarter of the year. And that's something that you can go ahead and do right now to just be thinking of, okay, this is what I'm going to focus on. Number three, declutter and clear off your workspace. Now is a great time to take one little tiny corner of your room or your home, your office, wherever, 
declutter it, and clear it off. This is golden. You have the time to do it between Christmas and New Year's. You are feeling a little motivated because you want to start the new year off with less and more organization. And so take advantage of that. Take advantage of those feelings. Take advantage of that you know, motivation and, and run with it. Don't overwhelm yourself though. Don't try to tackle everything unless you're like, I'm going to do this. Like I'm determined and I'm going to do this. Okay. If you are fully there, by all means, don't let me stop you. Run with it. However, if you like to handle things in more smaller bite-sized pieces and still be able to balance all the things this week between rest and family time and doing the things that you love and fill you with joy, then just start small and find one little small area that you know, I'm going to clear this off. I'm going to declutter this and it's going to make me feel great. There is so much power in working from a clean workspace. There is so much freedom that comes creatively and there's magic of the mind when you can work from a clean space. And if you're like, okay, cool, that sounds great, but that's not my life. Let me tell you, most of my life is lived in crazy clutter. Just ask anybody I work with at my desk at school and just certain areas of our home that get the least of my intention or are my weakness, I I can thrive in it. However, I can assure you when I take the time and reassess and prioritize organization and getting things the way they need to be, I reach a whole new level of productivity and I reach a whole new level of confidence. And I also am able to rest even more, think even clearly because that clutter is gone. So even if you're like, I totally can thrive in the messy, I get you, I'm right there with you, but just challenge yourself this, take one little corner of your home, declutter it, clear it off, organize it, and be amazed at what can happen as a result. Okay, number four, number four makes me so happy, okay? Number four is to set up your planner. Okay, I remember, I've done this since I was probably old enough to write, I would always get a calendar for Christmas. Now, this is before I would get the actual planner, but I would always get a calendar and I would sit down at the kitchen table in the days after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, next to my mom, and she would have her big calendar. She operates from a big um, wall calendar that's in the kitchen and has every single thing on it. So that's what she does, and I love it. It's so organized. It's color-coded, and it's been that way since I remember being tall enough to see it in the kitchen in my home growing up. And so she would sit with her highlighter and her pencil and her pens and put everything on the calendar. And I would do the same. Now, as a eight-year-old, the only main things that I would put on the calendar would be birthdays of friends and family. But even then, it brought me so much joy. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't bring you joy. It brings me joy. All right. That just does it for me. And so take the time this week to set up your planner. Think through how you want to use your planner in the next year. Go ahead and work through appointments. Go ahead, put down birthdays. Go ahead and put down special occasions. Write your anniversary. All the things that are going to put a smile on your face. And maybe you have an upcoming trip or you know when a vacation is going to take place. Go ahead and write that down. I know as a teacher, I love putting in the breaks 
and the early release days and all those things because it's just a visual for me to be able to see that, hey, like there's going to be a break coming up. You got this. Keep moving on. And so take the time to set up your planner. You can also, you know, be a little bit more strategic. And if you have your own business or the own things that you are much more full in management control over, go ahead and write down big projects and plan out and block out those dates so you know what is taking place. Okay. Set up your planner, make this fun, pour yourself your favorite cup of coffee, have some music playing in the background, have your favorite collection of pens and pencils and all the things, but also operate from freedom. Give yourself complete and total freedom in doing this. If things change, that's fine. It's okay. If you have a plan and it doesn't happen, that's okay. Just take a look at my content calendar for my blog, all right? So you can do this. Have fun with this. And just use this as an opportunity to let your mind run. All right, and then finally, number five. Number five is a brain dump. And you know I've talked about these so many times. Okay, I love them. I thrive off them. Maybe because it's kind of like a to-do list and that's like a love language of mine, but it's okay. Take a brain dump, get all of your thoughts out of your head and put them on paper. Please do this on paper. I know you have a phone. I know you have Google Docs. I know you have a Word document. I know you have a tablet. There is power that happens when you take the thoughts you have in your head and put them on physical paper. It's like the actual act of writing with your utensil and putting those words on paper frees your mind and allows you to have more room to think and thrive. So get all your thoughts and all your feelings and all of your ideas and create this brain dump to be in regards to the new year, right? Jot down your hopes, your dreams, your visions, the things that you want to see happen, the things that you want to let go of, the things that you want to move away from. Get it all out on paper. Create your very own new year brain dump where you go through and just sort through your thoughts and sort through your feelings and then let your thoughts and your feelings and your ideas live on the paper and not in your head. That in itself is such an incredible release and allows you to just release all the stress and any pressure you might not even realize you've been carrying. So get them out, put them on paper, get them off of your brain and then keep it there to work with later. Because when we chat later this week, on the final podcast episode of 2022, I want to share with you some ways to goal plan and action strategy, as well as, you know, kind of vision casting, mood board, all that good stuff for 2023. And I'm going to start off with the brain dump and that specific brain dump of the things you hope for, for the new year. All right. Other things that are not on this list, but other things that I just want to encourage you to focus on this week, focus on sleeping in and and not being upset at yourself if you didn't get up the time that you should have gotten up. Don't worry so much about having to keep everything together. Let it go. Let it loose. Be really real and raw and vulnerable with yourself. Spend less time on your phone. Spend less time on social media. Just if you need to delete some apps for the week, do it. Don't be so consumed with what everybody else is doing. Focus on what's happening within the walls of your own home. Go outside if it's warm enough. Go for a hike. 
feel the breeze and the fresh outdoor air. Read a book or two, journal, watch a movie with the family, watch a few movies with the family, make a favorite meal. Find some time this week before the start of the new year to rest and find some time to do things that you love and that bring you so much joy. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you to experience hopefully a slower pace of living this week. I'm excited for you to be a little bit more intentional with your thoughts and your actions. And I cannot wait to hear about all of the exciting things you have in store as you start working through and planning ahead for 2023. So the five things to plan ahead for the new year, quick little recap. The first is to reflect and self-assess. The second is to set an intention for the first quarter of the year. The third is to declutter and clear off your workspace. Number four, to set up your planner. And finally, number five, go through and create a brain dump of all things new year. All right, so we have one more episode coming this week. It'll be live on Thursday, and it's all focused on how to set important goals and goals that actually matter, like the impactful goals and creating your own action plan and vision casting, mood board, all that good stuff for 2023. So stay tuned for that because that my hope with that episode is for it to be incredibly encouraging as well as motivating for you to feel confident as we head to the brand new year. All right. Well, friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Truly, thank you. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. You are awesome and I appreciate you so much. Cannot wait to do this next week on another episode. Well, technically later this week, but can't wait to do it then either. Until then, guys, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.